The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Oh, another new episode. How about that? We're working our way into January. Let's see. The name of the episode is No Ghosting. And uh, it's a pretty good episode. We're going to listen to the Black Panther, the album. Uh, We're going to get into some uh, Last Jedi stuff, some more of that. And uh, broken news, uh, Jimmy and Tony come back. Uh, Tony went to CES, and he's going to tell you about the cool stuff that he saw. And uh, Jimmy's going to talk about Sundance and some of the movies that are uh, at Sundance Film Festival this uh, week. And uh, yes, and as uh, we're thrilled to have uh, Kiki and Kari sitting in as well. So it's a good show. It's a good show. I want to thank our sponsors who make it possible, of course. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. And with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's, of course. And Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for lunch boxes, tin signs, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wraps, and more. Located in the heart of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quality card store. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe. Chef Daniel has opened up his uh, place. He wants to uh, serve you some food. Now serving breakfast and lunch from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day but Tuesday. you got to give him a day off. He describes the food as Americana with a Southwest Mexican influence. He can be accommodating to all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you some good, wholesome food. 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Also, Black Velvet Boutique, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or just go see them. They're open seven days a week. They'd love to see you. They're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. And they have free sex education workshops as well. And, of course, our friend Ivy at Boostique. Uh, geeky drinking accessories. They got all kinds of stuff there. Shot glasses with Star Trek. They got Battlestar Galactica coasters, Captain America flasks, you name it. Go in and say hi, and uh, you'll get 15% off if you say, uh, tell them Geek Show says hey. Boostique located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake. Or go to boostiqueslc.com. Have your own third show with the help of Boostique. And Valley Office Systems. Stop worrying about expensive repairs for your office printer. Run your business like the professionals do. Get a contract for superior service along with the highest quality Rico or Kyocera printers. Uh, Valley Office Systems is the name of the company. Go see them. All right. Let's get to this episode. Let's get it underway. It's a good one. I don't want to keep you. It's no ghosting. We'll get to it. Give us a minute. We'll have a message or two, and then we'll get right to the episode. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and Dadass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Rico, or Kyocera. 
That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. And welcome back to the basement. Hey, we're in the basement. What's up? We chilling this shit. Is that is that that new gin that I have up there? I mean, I, I kind of emptied out the first one, but I mean, like, oh yeah, you entered the the Hendrix. Yeah. Well, now you got to answer to Sue. Yeah, no. Uh oh. Don't worry. I got. I got the. Because that's her. That's her. The, the first. Uh, shit, I didn't know. I mean, well, shit. I that's mean, all right. I mean, I didn't know and which one. And you're fucked because the liquor store is closed on Monday. Uh, oh, actually, it's well, open at the it's time. It's open for black people. At the time, yeah. this is MLK. It's only open for black people. <laughs> MLK. Reparations, oh, yeah. man. That's right. No, but well, I, that's that's the reparations. That's, yeah. that's, that's a pittance. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're like, oh, you know what? We realized all the slavery shit and all right. this segregation and everything was terrible. So here's what we're going to do. All Liquor alcohol. stores are open on MLK Day. Yeah. All the alcohol. No, yeah. that'd be like... Um, that's some Oliver North shit. Right? I've yeah. always thought, like, I remember one time I went to the liquor store on Columbus Day and it was closed. And I was like, oh, Fuck. And then I was like, I think there's a set, uh, a circuit, uh, a certain segment of our uh, population here in Utah, especially that liquor store on Four South. Mm-hmm. Yep. They go, well, Columbus fucked us again. It's <laughs> true though. Now, I'm gonna go on base. I work on base, right next to that liquor store. This is always open. Yeah, I'll just go down to my basement and get some from the Juggalos. No, yeah. I'm talking about on base, on a military base. They always have what they call the Class Six or the Shop It. Where you can get uh, duty free alcohol, duty free alcohol, tax free. That shit. Well, is... I don't want shit in my alcohol That's ever. That's why Jay and I Maybe are secretly I married. There. I gotta get on that base. That's well, right. you know, if, mm-hmm. if I get, if I, I get, get you them benefits, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I He's get paying reactiv- for my MS treatments. If I get reactivated, I'll be able to go there again. <laughs> yeah. but it's only if I get reactivated. <laughs> don't judge us. I ain't judging shit. <laughs> this is our love. He's going on base. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? I'm chilling this shit. Hey, y'all doing the same? I know I am. What? Did I just answer my own question? Yeah, yes, you're you talking did. to yourself. Um, what's up? Hey everybody, um chilling the shit. What what up what week is this? Now he's repeating. This himself. is the uh the week of the twenty second. All right, man. So we had brunch and shit last week. Yep. I was at Squatters, I was chilling the shit. I had bacon. That was really, really fun. I had a good time. I had so much fun. I had a good time. You I was so really good, good in that so button. I look good in the plaid you, and fedora. You look so good in Carrie's clothes. Yeah, Carrie Blackson in the building, man. What's up? <laughs> brunch king. I'm he's the soft spoken, he's sensitive. I'm the king of brunch. <laughs> um so this week, um come fuck with me at the Green Pig uh Thursday night. Uh I'll be doing the Green Pig Gives uh comedy show. I, it's it's hosted by me. What time does it start, Jay? Seven thirty. Okay. <laughs> and then um it's it's uh featuring Eve Jones, E. C. Folau. Uh, Amara Ames and Tanner Nicholson, great Utah comedians. Uh, come out, support. This is all not just supporting the local comedy, and uh, this is also supporting the, uh, the Utah Road Home. Every every month I'll be doing a different charity. But really, um, this is my first time running a room. Like, y'all don't understand, like, um, when comedians kind of reach a certain level, you know, they, they might, like, uh, try to run a room at a coffee shop and get an open mm-hmm. mic there. But this is my first time running a room. I've been a part of the comedy scene for seven years. But, like, I've never ran a room. And so this is uh, – Green Pig is actually giving my own platform. And, and so this is kind of like my baby. And I really want to make sure that this is something successful and I want to help out uh, the community. So please come out and support. Then uh, the next day, the following day on a Friday, uh, January 26th, I'll be headlining the Impact Hub with uh, Taurus Fairley uh, – <clears throat> excuse me, Taurus Fairley. 
uh, Eileen Dobbins and Aaron Woodall. And so it's just going to be a good week. Where is the Impact Hub? I've never... um, it's over by the Carl's Jr. Uh, off like State Street. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's where Zim's used to be on yeah, yeah. State. Oh, the Zim's. Yeah, the yeah. old okay. Zim's. Oh, the yeah. lovely folks so like, at Zim's. You know, go, Zim's. Go, go for the craft eyes. Stay for the prejudice. It's, right. so, it's like right there on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, so it's, yeah, it's, right down, it's right in the heart of the downtown. So come see me. And uh, just uh, fuck with me on the Incredibly Local Minority Podcast and just uh, keep watching Disney Channel's Andy Mack. I'm I don't a role know if model. you could take it if I fucked with you on the podcast. Hmm? I'm going to do it. I'm going to come fuck with you on the podcast. Uh-oh. There's a lot of shit I talk about. It's, it's, yeah, you can talk about me. Let's I just want to mediate here. The white version of fuck with you is aggressive, but fuck with you is a is a token of love in the black community. Mm-hmm. So there's Oh, a, no, I meant it as a token of love. Uh, I say fuck I don't think he can handle the love I'm about to give him. Yeah, oh, I know. On his the, podcast. The big, firm... Uh, I'm just going to... Listen, <laughs> listen, if I go to Zim's, can I fucks with a whole barrel of googly eyes? Oh, my God, please. Do you remember when that place closed down? And going what was, there, what that, was Zim's? When they were going out of business, store? it's like... Oh my God! All the doll heads are <laughs> but twenty five cents but a the, piece. You whole, do horrifying things. The whole reason to go to Zim's, though, and the last time I went to Zim's legitimately um, was during my punk rock Moses phase. Yes, I would go to Zim's to get craft supplies, and they'd be looking at me like, "What does that heathen want? <laughs> what is he doing with the Sculpey? He can't have the- no, no. He's touching wax. No, he's touching all the foam forms. He can't. He can't." I felt like they burned Zim's down every time I went in there. Oh, for sure. Was it like the like religious middle aged women running it? Always. Yeah, yeah for Always. sure. Oh, it was actually run by a polygamous family. Oh, Is that right? Was it the All Reds? God, I hope so. Wait. Bill has it. more than one wife. I believe yeah. it was no, the you know. it was the <laughs> Zimmerman family. Oh, and that's where the name the Zimmerman Zim's came family. from. My mom's first job in Utah was at a Zim's, and old lady Zimmerman before she passed away in eighty two. Oh, let's just say she didn't like the darker-skinned folk. Oh, of course. Hey, Carrie, can I do this? Slander! She didn't like them. She loved them. <laughs> hey. Can, hey. Heard him. can I uh, Can I do this? What's that? He's touching all the foam forms. You knew where I was going. It's <laughs> Lee George Cade. That's right. Oh, Holy. my God. So I had this idea the other day. <laughs> What's up? I'm sure just one, right? No, it was one of like, it was one of like a thousand that minute. My wife, my wife was like, Stop thinking, or I'm gonna take. Uh, I won't take the pillow off your face, you fucker. <laughs> um, yeah, she's tired of my thinking. Um, I was thinking about maybe starting like an actual church of the force and doing like a monthly sermon on the Holy Scripture. And then I started thinking, nah, I better stick with what I'm doing. So if you really want to hey, check out, dude, what that's doing, a good way to get rich. I, I, I really what is. I've seen. It's a you know, it's it's tax exempt. It's a tax shelter, and I really do know my Star Wars. What do you take a sacrament? Do you take that uh, that titty breast milk that he had on the island? <laughs> what that, from that, the, that, from that the, blue that from, blue titty from milk? the Thala Sirens? That was green. That was green. Yeah, it was gr- man. I, I went to a different theater than y'all. <laughs> the well, West Valley Theater. It's yeah. fine. Don't no, worry no, about we're it. All we don't, we don't get theater. we don't get all the colors. No, the, 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 the Thol- the Jay's Thol- colorblind. What's amazing about the Thala Siren is that that was a practical effect. Oh, I loved all the practical effects. The Porg practical effects were yeah. amazing. Yoda. Yeah. All of the love and effort they put into reassembling Yoda. Mm. Yeah. I cried when I saw Yoda. Well, there, was a, mm. there was a whole thing about Yoda, how they created him. I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but mm-hmm. they, they went back to the ILM archives mm-hmm. And found the molds from the Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. where they made, and all the, the only thing that existed was his head and his hands. Yep. So they had to go back with you know photos and talk to uh, Frank Oz, and you know how do you do that? Because they had to recreate it. So everyone was complaining that Yoda looked too clear as a Force ghost, 
And Ryan Johnson said, I wanted you to see what a good job they did on that. Yeah. Yeah. Was so I wasn't going to make it so blurry. You couldn't see what a great job but they did. Didn't you read beautiful. a bunch of people that said, that puppet looked worse than the one in Empire Strikes yeah. Back? And I'm like, oh, that's the rose colored. The fuck? That's that's why I'm saying that. Let's get through the I, intros. I think, oh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, some of we these... only had his head in his hands that we molded from. It's Shannon Barnson. <laughs> hey guys, well, he these... didn't even finish. Oh. <laughs> I was saying that's why you kids need the force in your life. Yes. I mean, really, honestly, because yeah. you're, you're getting too caught up on the incidentals. So, anyway, fresh vegan foods. If you want to, if you want to support <laughs> me and my endeavors in life, uh, we make all kinds of great food. So, at our restaurant, no, not restaurant, sorry, former restaurant. Uh, the Vegan Agenda downtown, you can uh, pick up. We've got frozen burritos. We've got all kinds of treats. We've got some gluten-free stuff if you want it. We can also get our jerky there. Uh, or you can check us out on Etsy or find shops around the country. The jerky is incredible, right. by the way. Thank I just want to tell it you, really like, you I buy it every time I go into Watchtower. Every time I get a bag, it yeah. lasts me a couple days. Yeah, Corey, Corey and Mike have been great supporters of yeah. us from the very, very beginning. And, What's the uh, address, Lee? Uh, 145 East, 1300 South Suite 201. Uh, but we're also, it's easy to eat. We're also online. <laughs> it's easy to eat. It's super easy to eat. Yeah. And, you know, less than 300 calories a bag. Well, and so. I'm Polynesian. Like, I'm half Polynesian. I love, like, I love pork. I love meat. It's a huge yeah. part of my life. It's a huge part of my culture. And that beef jerky is the only jerky I buy anymore. But it's Polynesian delicious. by way of Hawaii, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Right. Now, my godmother's Hawaiian. Yeah, absolutely. And and I grew up on on tofu. Yeah, absolutely. We love the... tofu. We love taro. Exactly. Um, we love like like your jerky. Part of it's made out of dried pineapple. Yeah, uh, one of them is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. amazing. It's, it's so real. delicious. You guys, ten dollars a week. I get it when I go into Watchtower, and I will tell you this right now. Um, well, then you're supporting two local businesses, yeah. and that's great. Lee puts his heart and soul into this. Support it. Thank you. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. All right. Hi, God Shannon. Bless America. Hey, my head and hands <laughs> were the only things we could find. Are to build the only you. are the only things that are real on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's funny is you don't look the same as as uh, Empire Strikes Back, Shannon. Oh no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Yoda Barnson. I don't. I, I no longer have a bowl cut. Would um, you, would you, <laughs> is wait? I'm sorry, Carrie. Uh, can you confirm? Oh, he didn't, he didn't, oh, know, didn't know me then. Didn't know. I didn't know oh, you didn't. Oh, yeah. oh, it's you two. No, yeah. no, no, we didn't he, know each other in Empire. No, Carrie. Or sorry, uh, Shannon. I'm gonna need photos. He was cut. ten. You have I a was bowl eleven. Cut fourteen. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, probably. Dude, my family was poor. My mom cut my hair, and it looked like shit. Kari, you want to hear this? And I and I used to get cold sores, big giant cold sores on my face. Part though, all three of us were in the same theater. I struggled. I struggled through life. Um, struggled through the pub quiz. But I don't struggle through the struggle. I don't struggle through the pub quiz unless it's like French words. Uh, If I have to read a French word, those are hard. That's why you need Gambit, Mona me. Yeah. So that thing's at Lucky Thirteen. Every Wednesday, uh, you know, eight thirty. It's just, just fucking great. I mean, like, how great? Come down, it? change your whole fucking life. Your whole life. I'll have to watch me. Again. Yeah, I know you Bimo know now. Do you know Bimo? Oh yeah, Brian. Yeah, Moore, yeah. He's maybe a great, I'll maybe he's I'll blackmail him into coming with me. He's yeah, a Bimo's great. a, a seven-time Jeopardy champion. So I'm just going to well, bring him down. Yeah, I should. He's a great comedian well, as well. Well, Kari, I just uh, miss you coming down. Yeah. Like, there's one thing that people might not know about Kari. He doesn't miss me. I ate down. the Ring of Fire at Lucky 13. My asshole fell out and I've never been back. Oh, it's That's just... what happened. <laughs> wow. Her <laughs> asshole so, so, That whole That's thing a new to fact get... I didn't know. Apparently she no longer has an asshole. <laughs> so that um, whole thing we're trying Kari, to get my kids to eat your asshole <laughs> and it's you don't have it? I don't even have one. Well, you're just going to mail it to him? 
She doesn't have an asshole. What do you have now? <laughs> is, is, no, that, is that how you're going to do this? I want to go to the pub quiz. Okay, but the thing is, you used to... She's like one of the OG <laughs> geek show peeps. I'm the reason that your forum is down because I kept fighting people. No, <laughs> no. no, it's not you. No, I'm going to tell you it's Jeff not Michael you. Michael Vice is why the forum is <laughs> yeah. it was, it was. It was Jeff. I did it for his health. Uh, Jeff, yeah. I want you guys to know that I had the biggest crush on Jeff when I was still underage. I was like 17. That's and I a had fa- the that sounds like that is a familiar Jeff. story. That sounds like most of the women he dated. Yeah. <laughs> they were underage, but they were like, oh. I'm now legal. Just oh. date me. No, I wow. aggressively gunned for him when he, whenever he was single as I became legal, but he just never gave me What do you mean whenever him. he was single? Well, he was never single. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was, he was always single. single. I was never single. It was me. I'm projecting. The lifespan. Well, actually, you know what? He was probably never single because we were in a very committed relationship. The lifespan, <laughs> the lifespan of a Jeff relationship was approximately 13 days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't Damn. know. Because... Wow. because because the first, we, the first time it. Yeah. Guys, let's stop talking about no, this. No, <laughs> He wasn't aware of the first. Let him rest. He was never aware of the first week of the relationship. He was not. And then four days into him being aware of the relationship, the neuroses would kick in. Yes. Uh, I would have married that guy. But oh well. I love him. That would have been the happiest 14 days oh of your God, life. The happiest 14 days <laughs> love, of my life. I, I love his relationship. Lester's, he makes me look stable. <laughs> I was married to him for like 25 it's years. A, it's a different oh. kind of unstable. Well, that's yeah. the problem, though. You, get involved, you got involved with him and you've got... You got the wife coming with. That's right. Sure yeah. enough. Do it, Carrie. Introduce her. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, since... Uh, She's in love with a ghost. Since Tony and Jimmy aren't here, we've got our returning champions. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Kari. No, you don't introduce yourself. Oh, she doesn't have an asshole. <laughs> She's in love with a ghost. She's in love with a ghost. She's, She's a... ruining the introduction format. It's It's Kari. <laughs> I just imagine you doing pottery right now. You're right. like a walking Tegan and Sarah song. God, it's horrifying. We're yeah. uh, doing pottery with Jay. No. <laughs> Do you guys remember Community, the pottery ghosting? teacher? Ghosting? Like, yeah, he's like, if no anybody ghosting. reenacts that scene from Ghost, you get an automatic F, and it's Tony Hale from Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> love <laughs> Community. What I, what I love is she's pulling the neck up on the vase, and Jeff's like, you are correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> God Wackiness damn. is ensuing. Uh, you can God find me on. Uh, it's like, what just happened? Oh, <laughs> fuck! I miss him. How can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Peachyascari, not Peachycari. That's another person. Don't harass her. Twitch TV at Peachycari. Um, I'm actually. I have an event on February 17th. What are you, uh, you can find it under hashtag SLC2. I am running that. It is a dinner, and we're having a discussion about sexual assault and communicating with your loved ones. At Harmon's? Uh, no, it's actually at Ember SLC, which is like a space that we have. Um, and it's actually sponsored by Harmon's. And it's it sponsored I love by Harmon's. Uh, Ember's just like a, an event venue. It's on State Street, uh, like. 600 South and State Street. It's right by Sims. Yeah, yeah. And we're just ha- we're having a really, really nice plated dinner sponsored by Harmons. And then we're going to have a panel with a bunch of panelists about sexual assault uh, and like discussing with your loved ones if your friends have ever violated somebody's consent, how to talk to them. Mm. Uh, it's about healing. It's about bridge, bridge building. It's going to be really, really, really good. And then afterwards, we're having a DJ and a party and an open bar. So and come hey, hang out. Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting turned Interestingly the fuck enough, out. It's Black I, History Month, too. Right? <laughs> I know a lot of guys. Open bar and Black History Month? Shit. <laughs> you can find that on under hashtag SLC2. I know a lot of guys get really uncomfortable about mm-hmm. that topic in particular. Yeah, they do. Especially guys that have not been involved in it. And this like is that. focused on men, ta- like uh, you talking to the men in your life or men talking to the women in their life, learning how to apologize, how to build bridges. It's not about calling people out, destroying lives. It's about uh, healing, building bridges, and communicating with each one, other. One, Carl, of the, one, of the, one of the greatest things I heard Deborah Jensen talk about once was, was enabling Deborah. men to talk to other men. Yeah, 
which you yeah. know to actually be able to say you know what we call locker room talk yeah to be able to basically be able to say you know what no i'm not cool with this yeah we're, we're, we're gonna stop this right here that's we're one gonna, of our focuses what day is that again uh february 17th february cool. 17th yep. at uh ember slc at what time uh, at 7.30. Thank you. All right, let's go I'm support that, everybody. Uh, uh, you're Kiki my superhero. She's fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kiki. What's up, y'all? Furiosa. Furiosa. <laughs> I'm here. Light a fire they can't put out. That's the motto. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Just your cosplayer, Kiki Girl Next Door. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki Furia, just anywhere. Yep, Kiki Furia anywhere. Uh, writing a graphic novel, getting ready for uh, 28 Days of Black Cosplay. That's coming up in February. Oh, that's so wait, fun. Wait, excuse me? That's a movement, yep. I didn't even know. Wait, so wait, wait. wait. I didn't get the newsletter. Like a different cosplay every day? No, yeah. so more of what it is on social media is just really like promoting black cosplayers uh, because in the cosplay community, we know that there's still asshats out there that you're yep. not doing like, this right you're not supposed right. to be black whatever you can't be black canary if you're black right <laughs> it's like, oh. so it's more of in february every year uh it's just more promoting specifically like black cosplayers who are doing amazing costumes in the community yeah. and giving them some spotlight and whatnot to, and I it's just, really really cool i just can't picture being that guy sitting no, there on the internet that, and seeing a a, a beautiful cosplayer and it, you know, is the invisible woman, but is is a black girl. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being that person, typing. You're not supposed to be. I just right. can't. I. I it's I crazy. Just, One, it's just stupid. It's right, stupid. Carrie? I just be like, that's cool. And the other thing is like, and this is the thing that like always sticks in my craw about like the what's sticks going? in my craw. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm the Colonel Sanders. I know. I do <laughs> declare. No, I do no, no, declare. I'm picturing Django I, right now. We already know. We already, Django Django. Django. We already no, know like, where the Colonel stood no, on black cosplay. Um, <laughs> uh, my thing is, it's like holy shit. Why do one? It's stupid. Why do you care? Yeah. And holy fuck and. And it goes to whole geek culture. Get some real fucking problems. Yeah. Hey, how about this? Uh, get nut cancer and lose a nut That's and right. almost die. Lose a job. Y'all motherfuckers hire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, have everybody you know fucking die. Yeah. yeah. I highly, highly you know? encourage on the internet, though, if you see it flowing in your feed. Oh, yeah. Anything Don't about that, 28 yeah. Days of Black Cosplay, POC yeah. cosplayers, go ahead and share and just get it out there yeah. and support so all I, these like, amazing people. If I like retweet or like share a photo on Instagram, like that's how you kind of celebrate it. It's yeah. the whole month of February. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's great. And, that's and, and, and I, was, yeah. I, I meant to mention this last episode, but damn it, I have to just mention it right now. If you ain't following hashtag Black Hogwarts on Twitter, it's <laughs> That's Jen, funny. That's Lee. funny. Jen texted shit. me and said, "I need to start following." It's that. funny shit. as fuck. It's funny. Okay, so the um, the Lucas brothers, who are great comedians, um, they have a uh, Netflix on special. Uh, they have a Netflix special. They're twins. Um, if you if you're familiar with the Sklar brothers, uh, they're great comedians as well. This is the black version. The Lucas brothers, what they they uh, they pitched was they actually came up with a historical black college, uh, a university like you know think Spelman or Howard University or um, Wait, Spellman is not a college for wizards? No. Oh, it, it is. <laughs> Jay, Jay uh, but, but like, she, that was but, the only thing keeping her shit together. But like Howard or Hampton or, or, or Morehouse, both. Uh, um, historically black colleges. Historically, histor historically black colleges. So, so they basically pitched this version to uh, you, uh, executives, TV executives, that they'd have this historically black college, university, that was. Black Hogwarts. Hogwarts. That's, that was Hogwarts. 
is fucking hilarious. Please do yourself a favor. Hashtag Black Black Hogwarts is Carrie. You love it. It's funny as fuck. And he, yeah, he loves hashtag Black Hogwarts. Our hosts. Oh. There he is, Carrie, ladies and gentlemen, Carrie, Carrie Jackson. Jackson. Thank you. Uh, Carrie, when, when, I like that. Sing that song again. Carrie Jackson. <laughs> Tony, Tony, uh, take that part. Myself. Take take that part and edit it in post. Oh my god, Make my uh, ringtone, if you will. <laughs> uh, I will do an edit for you. Don't worry. Cool. Monday Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. All right, we're gonna start. Hold on. It had a sorting do rag instead of a I, sorting hat. Uh, Instead of, of Gryffindor, it was, really? it was Crippendor. Oh my God! <laughs> I just Professor to give you a... Snoop as 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 master of herbology. I need to see this. <laughs> I just want to give you a shout out. You're the only person that never calls in sick on that show. That's true. Wait, you you guys have ever called in sick? I must have missed those I, episodes. I have not called in. Well, Gina was sick all week. Carrie, not once ever, Carrie. He is he is a rarely. Constant professional uh, maybe once actually yeah. i can identify with that i was a barista my shift started at 6 a.m not one day of miss worked in four years so i feel for you the waking uh, up early thing look that i'll call in sick of my own business i don't <laughs> care i've got 300 hours of sick time I'm, carrie how long have you been on radio from hell how many years since before you were See, born this is this is uh this is where i forget so i was 16 no i was 15 when Backward. i started listening yeah. Right, I was I'm 13 before Holy patrick swayze shit, was doing carrie. pottery yeah before I'm, patrick swayze was i'm doing 46 pottery. now Oh Jesus! No, you we guys, haven't been that together that long. You guys started. You guys started on KJQ when I had been out of high school, so I was married to my. Was ex-wife. it all three of them? I couldn't drive. No, Gina's. Oh, no. Gina's, Gina's a, joined us when later. Did, yeah. no, it was, when it was did Carrie Millie Vanilli sweep the Grammys? Huh? When did Millie Vin- Vanilli sweep the Grammys? That I doesn't have say. anything to do with this. No, I, mean, <laughs> I thought that was the same. I, re- I remember it happening, but but <laughs> no, they were on the air in the eighties. I started calling in Carrie. I started calling in when I was fifteen. That's right. And then I started skipping school and driving up and co-hosting when Bill was out of town we, when, I was, I when we, I was 16. I think we started maybe a little less than a year before that. So, yeah, 13 or... So, yeah. I, yeah I, it's I, a long cause, time. Because Shannon and I, were not, we weren't really... It's like 30 years ago, Carrie. No, well, that's what I'm saying. I've known that's why he doesn't years. think about it. That's why he doesn't <laughs> He's know. Like, I don't I'm don't sorry for it. asking that question. I just I can never remember the exact dates. I just remember I started doing radio in '82. I have three skills in my life, and right. and so if if I lose this gig, I'm trench fucked. digging. Well, <laughs> you're gonna go milk. Well, that's that's you, Gen- you know. Gen- the only reason I'm on the show is because Carrie said that he'd tell people about the bodies he's had to bury for me. So. Right. <laughs> uh, general farm work, trench digging. If you count that, so yeah. that's trench Cow digging. Milking. That's bur- general farm work. That's burying animals. <laughs> it's uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine. Thank you, General Farmwork. Uh, I, uh, I I had a newspaper route and radio. I, you I, can talk I, into a microphone. No, I I worked at a dairy. That's right. So it kind of maybe under General Farmwork, but that's the only skills I have. So if I lose radio, I'm fucked. So I I've had about a thousand jobs, yeah. but never really good at any of them. Hence having a thousand jobs. So well, I realized that if this whole thing that I'm doing right now goes belly up, I'm going to be that fifty year old dude that's going to be like. I can talk Star Wars to you for a <laughs> dollar. Dude, everything's for a dollar. dollar. Every, everything's going to be fine. Hashtag $10 a week. That's right. thing is, though, people would pay you to talk Star Wars. Yeah. They haven't yet. They will. Get stepping. They By will. the way, I'd like to thank my bartender, um, Shannon Franklin Delano Barnson, for this it's fucking amazing. Delano. This amazing hot toddy that is keeping me alive. That's the second one. This is the second one. We're going to have to walk home. That's second not... show. No, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I. I'm 300 right. pounds. I don't get drunk. Okay, I've got something here for you. What, you got? what you got, fam? All right. Yeah. Oh! 
I read the head. Well, someone stop touching appropriation, James. Carrie. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. I, I saw well, the head- talk to I the Gorn. The, <laughs> I saw the headline before. Oh my god. Okay. So, Kendrick Lamar <laughs> is working with uh, Top Dog Entertainment founder Anthony uh, Tiffith to curate and produce Black Panther the album. Yeah. Nice. Now it will the feature. First two tracks are fire too. It will. Uh, it will feature some songs from the film, but it's also going to have some other stuff on there as well. Uh, so l- let me. It's not available until the ninth, but they've released a couple of tracks. They're so fire too. They really truly are. The one with SZA on it. Ooh. He better. Oh, pa- SZA kills me. Okay. Uh, he paused rants and listen. Let's listen. Let's listen. Uh. Hey. Hey. So this is this is, this is all the stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Hey. Man, I want to get high and listen to this. I want to hear that production. I got you. I love his voice. Like I honestly do. Hey. We're gonna speak my face too. This should make me want to step. You know what I mean? Like, just get my step on. I think we should have a geek show dance night. Oh, you want to see some moves? I'll provide painkillers for everyone over forty. As as my as my friend Barack Obama said, um, I stay in the pocket when I dance. That's right. You know what? Stay in pocket. Stay in pocket. Cardi, it's funny that you just said that. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna talk to you about this, Carrie. You're talking about our tenth anniversary. So we've got our tenth anniversary coming up. Yeah, it ties into what I proposed. Um. Geek show prom. Oh God, please! Could let's think. Please? Let's think about it. Well, I Wait, I proposed. What? I pitched the geek show pajama party. Yeah. Oh, pajama jammy jam. Yeah. A House pajama party too. A pajama prom for geek show's tenth. I would love to see everyone get all it. fancy though. In fancy pajamas. I mean, now that I have Harmons in my pocket, maybe we could just make something happen. Oh, you my, got that Harmons. Michael Beck. Harmons. We could, okay we could put up a set, fancy. and every like Michael Beck could take pictures. I'm okay with prom. Let's, or let's, let's do prom pictures. Let's think about you know. I'm, uh, it's it's a few months away. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So let's wait, think, we can combine it. Let's think about it. Pajama jammy jam. <laughs> you either get dressed up or you're a pajamas. Yeah. What? Oh, Jesus. Or both. Onesies. Or both. They actually sell suits that are pajamas. How about this? Let's not like. Think about things on... That track was fire, man. Seriously. So you're saying oh, like a yeah. Jimmy Martin pajama gram Jimmy Jam from Jimmy John's. Hey, <laughs> I love it. No Yo, Jimmy John's. Best freestyle of the well, year. I know. Lee he's, George he's K. right asshole. there. Yep, yep. Well, I know. That song Sign him up. Give him a contract. I lay the hot tracks of wax. So then the, the next... Is this J-Rock? This is J-Rock. Yes. Hey. Hey. So this is uh, J-Rock with Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. And uh, it's called King's Dead. This song's a little too happy about your dad dying. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Gotta go get it. Hey, if you guys are... Hey. Just that bullshit, yeah, yeah. This is some good shit. Oh, with Future? Is this Future? It's Future, yeah. I like how my favorite part about this whole thing is that Lee does not dance, and neither does Carrie. We've got like two stalwart bodyguards, and then the, the four of us I'm, are just like... I'm too busy, uh, you know... Uh, I'll DJ. have you know. No, he's, he's conducting the ceremony. I'll have you know, I did throw in a little shoulder shimmy. Did you? Did you? There yeah. was a shoulder shimmy. There it goes. Hey, him, and him and R2 was getting down. R2 was definitely getting down. R2 was losing his lid. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is hard as yeah, fuck. Hold this on. Is good. I like it. Right. I like it. 
I will say this: if you um if you guys aren't fucking with J Rock, if you guys don't know who J Rock, I love J Rock. Um, a lot of people don't know, like. When people think of, you know, when you hear this Black Panther soundtrack, you're going to think of Kendrick Lamar. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar actually has a super group that people just don't necessarily know about. It's called called Toto. It's called Black Hippie. (laughs) Black Hippie. um, Black Hippie. Are there any Qs in that name? Um, Yeah, Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and Ab Soul are the other three that comprise uh, Black Hippie. So uh, they're like a hard De La Soul. Pretty much. Oh, that's I mean, cool. yeah, but they're all, but it's <laughs> all it's all West Coast hip hop. If you ever like, seriously, if you if you fuck with Schoolboy Q, if you fuck with J Rock, if you fuck with Ab Soul, if you fuck with Kendrick Lamar, it's all the same thing. It's under the same umbrella, which is Top Dog Entertainment, and that's Black Hippie. And so, I like if you ever heard, you know, Schoolboy Q uh, with Kendrick Lamar, Collard Greens, or uh, listen to uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar's Mad City, where he's got J Rock on there. Um, there's is that's that that's that whole collective. So the fact that he got J Rock on this, this is a ma- this is a this is J Rock's lead single actually from his upcoming album. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, I, like no, it's fine. I kind of did my homework on I like this that song. It's pa- no. You're passionate about it. I, I know, like, yeah, well, I'm, no, like just... that's what I'm saying. I, I'm I grew up with West Coast hip hop, mm-hmm. and and so it, like upstairs, I was dancing the problem. If you guys don't fuck with problem, listen to problem mm-hmm. uh, mission statement. Uh, great song. Mm. And and so I, I grew up with West Coast Hip Hop and so for these young four brothers to really highlight West Coast Hip Hop because West Coast Hip Hop is normally for crease khakis and, and, and lolos and, and, and fofos and and, 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 and and hydraulics and all that shit but there's actual lyricists that people just don't know about and it's these four gentlemen in my personal opinion for this new generation of hip hop that it, like J Rock, Absol, seriously listen to these people. Schoolboy Q, um, and of course Kendrick Lamar, which you guys already should know. Well, it's well, it's the the album has got like uh, fourteen tracks on it, but nice. the only ones that they've let us know about are these two. Mm. The, the rest of them, if you look on my iTunes, it's blank. It's pure just, you know, flame that, that emoji. I, that was lit. I will tell you that that last song was so good, it almost made me want to participate in a leg day. Oh hey. wow! Yeah, yeah. Real so when, serious. but it went away. When's it went Black, away. When's yeah. Black Panther? Uh, February thirteenth. Uh, four yeah. four uh, days before uh, Kari's uh, uh, special uh, event. When's, uh, uh, so so when's when's Pacific Rim two? I don't know. You should know that. I I know. See, I'm not going to see that movie. I'm just going to become that movie. Yeah, uh, truly. Excuse me. It's actually February fifteenth. You're gonna become oh, 15th, one. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. February fifteenth. Seriously. Let's find out. No, your your event is February seventeenth. Black Panther comes out February fifteenth. Geek Show sees it on February thirteenth. That's what I'm saying because that's 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 another that's another movie. It's the sixteenth actually. It's the day before my event. It's another movie with a strong African American lead. Oh, I'm sorry, not African American. He's he's British. So, all right. So there's that. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, that was cool. This is kind of like a little, uh, little dance party. Yeah, yeah uh, Pacific Rim Uprising is March twenty third. I, <laughs> I hope people like were listening That's to that song, like just like throwing shit at their workstation and shit. Like fuck you, well, Janice. Like, like throwing <laughs> <laughs> Karen from accounting. Ugh. Fucking flip their like yogurt cup over. Yeah. You know, Karen. Karen did send me an email last week, and she's kind of tired of your shit. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Karen for a minute. <laughs> yeah. After the oh, we, we got broken news coming up after this, oh, and then we'll uh, finish up after these messages. We'll be right back. Jackson. Fuck you, Karen. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable, and you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique 
is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique, is it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and Dadass... Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shot skis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. news welcome to it Woo! whoa wow wow and uh t- tony is going to join us here in just a few moments coming in straight from the ces in las how vegas did, how did i get here i don't know <laughs> how did i get here i've been gone for a while welcome wow. back hey uh joining us for broken news is uh, jay and lee and jimmy hello and tony will be joining us as well almost a full house and this teeny tiny ghostwriter comic mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I found that in a book this is I, the uh, i was using it as a as a the Toy Biz advertisement yeah. comic that came with your Ghost Rider action figure. Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait. wait. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. want to point out. So, I said advertisement. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say advertisement, mm-hmm. but I said advertisement, and someone looked at me. And and what's wrong with that? Uh, it's it's really uh, whatever the linguistically exactly. dominant pronunciation is. I also say cilantro, and nobody says cilantro. It's Shri- cilantro. Shri-ratro. 
Sriracha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got me saying it. What's but up, you know, if you're watching gosh, the Tony? great the Great British Baking Challenge, it's oh it's God. A, oregano. Oregano. <laughs> yeah. And aluminium. Oh yeah. yeah. That's aluminium. Like, that's Green Street's new love is the baking show. And oh, yeah. it's we all get together. <laughs> and it's it's Leviosa. I oh. seen that on Planet Earth. The dude was all like glaciers. I was like, that's a glacier. Say mm-hmm. it right. Have you seen the the new episodes? Who the new host is? No. It's the dude from the Mighty Boosh. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, the bacon show or the oh, Planet Earth. <laughs> check one two. Check one go. two. Oh, we're we're already going. Get my levels. Yeah, we're underway. Yeah. This is the. Oh. Oh, we got your levels on got a, you. on a live. Yeah. <laughs> I I pretended to be you. Oh, nice. I went. Hi, I'm Tony. God, I feel so, so small next to probably did a good job, I'm sure. So my, my main like, question is, now, I'm, I usually see you over there, so you're like peripheral Tony. Yeah. But here you're yeah. just head on Tony. How's that feel? What is hiking like for you now? Mm-hmm. Hiking? Yeah. Have you Three been? steps up the mountain. <laughs> no, I, 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 just, I just imagine like one park ranger or journalist is going to be like, oh, yes, we'll go squatch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw him. Yeah. I got I to gotta wear bright colors. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> The bright I, orange jackets. I am not a squad. Not a Sasquatch. I just see him hogtied on the hood of somebody's yeah. SUV <laughs> coming down off Neff's Mountain. All right. Well, we'll get back to the episode uh, in just a few moments. The episode is called No Ghosting. <laughs> and we, we get into some oh, yeah. we get into some more uh, uh, Star Wars stuff. We break down Last Jedi a little bit more. Yeah, because I was... Uh-huh. Oh, I got so much more. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so there's so there's that. So if again, spoiler warning coming up. If you haven't, you know, uh, I got schooled in this shit too. Well, um, it, it it turns it turns out that the more you complain about Star Wars to me, the more analytical I'm going to get about it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. really, it's all your fault. No, well, I know. No, like, not I, yours. Theirs. I somebody. brought it all on myself. Though. And if you uh, if you if you want to uh, if, if you're complaining about that one thing that happened at the end and you think that never happened in Star Wars before. Mm. But it's not canon. Go to Ryan Wilson's Twitter, uh, and and look. He 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 shows you sourcing for for that event. Oh, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, Ryan Johnson. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. you're thinking of Ryan Wilson. I'm thinking of Ryan Wilson. Ryan Johnson. Okay, the director. But you know, it's working all over the world. Last Jedi, and and domestically, it's 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 making tons of money. People are going. People are are liking this movie everywhere, except China. What's up with China? Hmm? Oh, is it because of ghosts? No. <laughs> they don't fuck with Star Wars? Here's the thing. Star Wars. Um, it, it's it, never really been big in China, though. It was pulled uh, from the theaters. What? Well, yeah. Pulled? Yeah. Hmm. I know that's hard to wrap your head around because it's like this global phenomenon. Yeah, thing, right. But it, apparently it's not. Um, the, uh, the, the, the Minister of Film or something... I want that title. Uh, Jimmy Wu, chairman of Nationwide Cine- uh, Chinese Cinema, okay, uh, said the uh, Last Jedi has already been completely col- pulled from cinemas here. It performed much worse than we could have expected, he said. Um, and uh, here's his here's here's the explanation. Uh, he says we've seen Star Wars franchises downgrading across all key measures. Um, it has struggles in China from the fact the original three films never received a wide release there. No. Uh, when Star Wars A New Hope uh, came out in 77, China was deeply impoverished and only beginning to recover from the ravages of the Cultural Revolution. Okay. Uh, because of the complex characters and themes, the prequels, and all of the multi-generational layers that are part of the culture or cult of Star Wars, it's been hard for young Chinese film ma- uh, goers to get into the franchise. Now, you remember the, the, the moment at the end of The Force Awakens where we see Luke for the first time? We all... Yeah. <gasps> yeah. 
in China, it was like, who's who's, who's this that? old guy and why should we care? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so it's so, um, he, he there's says probably, it, there's, probably some guy in a theater going, who's that old frog ghost? <laughs> <laughs> so so it's it's not, and and China is the second largest market in the world, so that's uh, kind of a. So do you think do you think Star yeah. Wars is going to be in China to Chinese filmmakers? What Akira Kurosawa movies ended up being for American filmmakers? You. I think it's more like Pacific Rim. What do you mean? Like they're going to get inspired by that? No, like mech movies. They just, yeah. they just don't do well here. No, well, and I, but I think <laughs> Uprising is going to be a whole other story. I hope so because people seem to be really pumped up about that. Yeah. But I, I, I really think about you know Akira Kurosawa, such a huge influence on on American filmmakers in the in the seventies and the eighties, and and even Ryan Johnson yeah. Uh, yeah. referenced three different Kurosawa movies. So I mean, is that something where people, Chinese filmmakers, are sitting there in film school going, "Oh my God, look at this! It's almost like Taoism, but in space." <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, that uh, Flash movie, Flanch, Flan, 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 Flashpoint. The the Flash movie. It's the Flanch and Riddled Guard. And it's and it's the same Flash from Justice League. Yeah, Ezra so. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Creepy yeah, he's kid, good. Yeah. creepy kid from uh, fine. Fantastic Beasts. I thought he was yeah. fine. Perks yeah. of a Wallflower. Um, yeah. They've been having trouble with this movie because they keep they keep losing directors well, they, due to getting sucked into the Speed Force due to creative differences. It's, oh. it's gone through a couple of them. It's hard to keep the Flash on the screen because he's so fast. Um, right. The Flash. But they've got uh, they've got another uh, well, well directors, uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Are going to be directing it. Well, if Daly and Goldstein can't do it, no one can. <laughs> well, you know these guys. I've heard um, the names. But here's sure. here's a fun fact: um, they approached Ben Affleck to direct it, and he declined. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, seems like he kind of wants to stay away from all the DC I'm properties. I'm trying to get Jake Chillenhall to stop stealing my job. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think a. Uh, I don't think an indie film director would want to do a big tentpole movie like that. Uh, with all the interference that comes along with it. Mm. Could be. Unless they want to make a name um, for themselves. Uh, yeah. Affleck is expected to be in it. He, okay. They say he's going to be in it. And uh, there's... Who's he going to play? Ben Affleck. Oh. <laughs> ben Asflex. He's going to play the Jake guy... Jake Gyllenhaal is going to show up as Batman. Nice. Yeah. Did you say Ben Asflex? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's, that's I his, love that. That's his, por- that's his porn name. <laughs> that's yeah. so bad. And uh, there's also um, a rumor that uh, Wonder Woman may be in it as well. But John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, they directed... A movie that I think Jimmy and I liked, and the rest of the world did not like the the Vacation remake. I liked it. Yeah, Shannon liked it too. Uh, they co-wrote Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, oh there and they go. and they were up for directing that movie before uh, John Watts got the job. <laughs> that movie right. sucked. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I just I give this to you to uh, give give you DC fans a, a little. I give them oh, two weeks. A little hope. Little ray yes. of hope. Well, you think you think it'll be a, think it'll be a Gore Verbinski with no, the Gambit get, again? They're, they're going to get sucked right into the Speed Force. Oh, we should all yeah. take bets. What's going to get made first, Gambit or uh, Flash? Or the Flash. Oh, oh. Uh, I hope it's the okay. Flash. I, I <laughs> well, would like I would like to see a good Flash movie. I would also, you know, maybe like to see just a still from the Han Solo movie. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's yeah. four months away. You didn't see that calendar? Come on. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Flash movie because it's, it's well, it has directors. It, yeah, like it has the directors. Gambit yeah. movie. And, Ooh, it's in the lead, and, it, and it, it's the Flash. It's fast. 
Yep. It gets made quick. Yeah. Um, well, they can also. Guys? <laughs> yeah. I got it. Now, as, yeah. far, as far as I can tell, the Flash movie does not have a, a, a release date, but the Gambit movie does. Oh, they're neck and neck now. <laughs> so you got a release date and no director versus directors and no release date. But the Flash is fast. I, have a, I hate fair. the latter because just having a release date doesn't mean shit. As, 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 I was going to say, I have a release date for my Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Nobody cares about Well, them. that's why we got those fantastic four movies that we got because they that's had a right. release date. Yeah. I do that. You know, I think they just kind of need to have some faith in their fucking franchise. No kidding. Yeah. You know, well, and and, the in the, and in the creatives behind yeah, it right. as well. Right. The Flash has been able to be its own comic book for decades, mm-hmm. and they're afraid to make a solo movie out of it. Come on, yeah. or or stop fucking around with movies and uh, start dumping some of that movie money into your TV franchise oh, because they're doing a decent job. Yeah. I think, and uh, maybe maybe can you imagine what the TV Flash could do with with uh, double with the, the money, double the budget. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You go the route of Logan with like huge. Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. but do Gambit with Jean-Claude Van Damme. But you got to go back old, in time. Be old in order to do that, you need to make the Flash movie because he's the only one who can break the time barrier and go back and get young Jean-Claude Van Damme. You don't I, need young Claude. You get him old and gristled. I vote old man Gambit. That's what I'm saying. That's, old what, man I, Gambit. I, that's what I vote for. Oh, sorry. I don't think <laughs> old man Gambit ever lives long enough. Doesn't he die of various STDs? Oh, wow. <laughs> before he gets there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, sh- oh, sherry. Oh, sherry. Come over here. Help Gambit stand up. <laughs> that was... Gambit, right. Gambit got the rheumatism. Set of cards. He throws um, beads. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing packets of insure. <laughs> so this um, TV series based on uh, Garth Ennis's uh, The Boys comic, uh, it's going forward. Okay. They have cast their... Super villains. Does it have a budget? Well, it's on Amazon. Yeah, it so doesn't have that, a budget. They got that Bezos money. Um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it's a uh, it's a uh, Shannon's favorite, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Oh, he loves that combo. Uh, he loves that combo, yeah, especially yes. when they're doing revered comic th- series. <laughs> yeah, they're making a, a pilot apparently for Amazon. Cool. Um, they've got their bad guys. They got uh, I don't know if you know any of these people. Uh, Anthony Starr from American Gothic is Homelander. Eh. Dominic McGilligott is uh, Queen Maeve. She's from Moon. Jesse T. Usher from uh, Independence Day Resurgence is A-Train. Chance Crawford from Gossip Girl is The Deep. And uh, Nathan Mitchell from Supernatural is Black Noir. Mm. So these are the superheroes that the boys are keeping in check. If you you haven't read the comic book, it's... uh, they're a black ops group that is tasked with keeping superheroes in check if they go to. But but I have a question. Yes. Does it have a budget? I, it's got Bezos money. Because <laughs> this, 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 this is my new disturbing realization about all of these adaptations. Mm-hmm. No fucking budget. Well, but have you seen The Tick? It's also on Amazon. And Everything's it has on a now. budget. It I, has a slight budget, and yeah. they managed to pull it off. Sure. Um, but... I was talking about Gifted before we started rolling. Yeah. Guess oh. what that show didn't have? Budget. Budget. I agree with you there. Yeah. Or so, good children actors. Well, there. Yeah. There's oh. that. There's that. But here we have this. We have this. We have this thing. You know, we can kind of slam a little bit. Give a little gentle, gentle slamming of uh, CW superhero shows. But guess what? They're not afraid to throw a little money at yeah. them. Yeah. They're not afraid to put them in fucking costumes. Right. Which, uh, hey, superhero movies without costumes? I'm sorry. That's so X Men Snyder era. I was going to say, mm-hmm. what did you expect? Yeah, yellow spandex. I I don't care about costumes. Just give me a good story. And I, I, I want a good story know. too, and that I also both. comes with the budget. 
but <laughs> you know, maybe you could afford a writer. This is like, you oh. know, what party of five episode we add superpowers to and just say it's new? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> the pilot. Uh, the tick is uh, get uh, renewed for season two. Yes. So, you know. what, uh, so is that what's coming up soon, or is that the second half of season one is what's coming? What up you're soon, getting right? is the second half of season one coming up. Okay. okay. Yep. I, I thought it should be here well, by now. But. I know. Me too. I, I think. I think. You know, with Altered Carbon coming out uh, in February, I think that Netflix is going to say, oh, look, we put a budget on a show, mm-hmm. and it's it's phenomenal science fiction, and yeah. we're, we're really messing with people. Uh, I'm, I haven't seen Amazon's Philip K. Dick series so yet. So I started watching that. How I've heard that? good things. It's good. Yeah, okay. I've heard good things. Does it have a budget? Uh, is in it? it does, it? yeah. Good. So it's an anthology series, so you got you know different actors every episode, but the first episode has... Um, uh, what's her face? Rogue. I can't remember her Anna name. Anna Paquin. Anna yeah, Paquin and uh, Terrence Howard. Okay. And oh, uh, Maine. Yeah. Does he say Maine? In- no. He always says Maine or something. I didn't hear him say that. The second episode had no namers, but the third episode from the thumbnails, I can see that you've got uh, Brian Cranston in the third mm-hmm. episode. He's one of the producers too. Yeah, he's uh, behind it. Yeah. And then the fourth episode has Steve Buscemi. Okay. I mean, so they got some people. You can yeah. put yeah. Frankie Muniz producing too, and he wouldn't know because <laughs> he forgets everything every day. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so uh, to- huh? I was going to say I've liked it. It's been oh, good. Okay. okay. Toy Story Four. <sighs> Yeah, I'm. You know what? It'll be good. I'm it's not just sure. Not necessary. Yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. They, they, that's, what, that's what it's like. All right, man. Fuck. Because I think that's one main. of the perfect trilogies. Yeah, it's going to be when Andy drops his kids off at the daycare center and his little and his little girls playing with Buzz Lightyear. And she doesn't have the toys anymore. The, the little girl at the daycare center. Yeah, who got the daycare? Who what? He's gonna, his kids going to steal it from the other girl? No, he's going to go to the daycare and he's going to be playing, and then the and then the toys are going to realize that it's Andy's little girl, and then and then no, the uh, toys the toys ended up at that little girl's house. Not, yeah, not they're at the gone. Daycare anymore? Well, they're they're, they're going to go to the little girl's house. Didn't you see that part where they all burned off in part yeah. three? They died. I turned it off. I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling Lee did but the just, same thing. <laughs> ever, since, ever since my opioid addiction, I've been having such a hard time focusing. Opioids are, yeah, yeah they're pretty but, rough. But uh, they, uh, they got a writer, uh, Stephanie Folsom. Uh, she is... Uh, From Full House. We heard, <laughs> we, we've heard of her because uh, she was denied story by credit on Thor Ragnarok. She's been kind of fighting with Marvel. Denied? Yeah, she was denied story by credit. That's never. Because you know how they do that... You yeah, know, writer's room kind of a thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but she has been asked to write the script for Toy Story 4. Uh, Rashida Jones was initially attached as writer for the film, along Ooh. with her uh, writing partner, uh, Will McCormack, but she left the project last year. It was reported that she stepped away because of the uh, John Lasseter situation, yeah. you know, unwanted advance yeah. from John Lasseter. She says that's not why she left. They, they left because of... Uh, uh, creative and philosophical differences. Uh, she said that uh, Pixar is a place where a culture where women and people of color do not have an equal creative voice, so that's why she left. Because she is a woman and a people of color. Yeah, so they right. got uh, Stephanie Folsom. Uh, Who's just a woman. Oh, wait. It, this movie is going to be about a romance between Woody and Bo Peep. Okay, now this just got awkward. Bo Peep? I mean, it's just like... She's porcelain! The thing is, it's like, how many of these That's like one of those TV make? specials. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Like... We know it's going to be good, but it's just like, I'm just waiting for like Toy Story 37 where they wake up, the whole world's been blown to shit, there's nothing but craters and post-apocalyptic Mad Max type. And they meet Wally. Yeah, and they meet, yeah. It's perfect. And they're just like, oh, Buzz, shit happened, man. <laughs> where are we? Where I don't you know. Been? All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I bring this up just because this is just really something. Um, because Dan Slott has been writing Spider-Man for 10 years. 
at like 200 issues. Wow. Wow. And he's leaving Spider-Man. That's almost that's almost a what, 20% of the time that Spider-Man's been out. <laughs> well, well, he's been running 10 years. Yeah, Spider-Man's been it. around 50 years. No, you're right. 55 years. You're right. Yeah, that's almost almost 20% of the of the time the Spider-Man's been on this planet. He's been writing. He's been writing it. Wow. I didn't think about that. Uh, he is uh, leaving the book with issue 801, and he is moving over to write Iron Man. Iron Man? Iron Man. Iron Man. That's how Terrence Howard would say <laughs> yeah, Iron yeah. Man. Iron so, Man. <laughs> that's, that is why that is of note. All right. Um, Iron Man. Have you been watching uh, Overwatch League, anyone? Yes. You have? Wait, no. Reading it? No, watch. no oh, watching it. The, oh, no, I don't the watch tournament. The, the no, tournament. No, no, no. But I've heard stuff. <clears throat> I I, I watch for about four, maybe five minutes, and then I'm ashamed of myself, and I turn it off. Because, yeah, it's depressing. Well, yeah, you see these they're guys do things, and they're like, yeah, I just, uh, I, 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 I bounced uh, Junkrat's rip tire right off of uh, right off of Reinhardt's shield, and then Mercy buffed it. <laughs> when I killed everyone. Yeah, there's yeah. some big money uh, in this thing. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Twitch TV, Twitch.tv slash Overwatch League. Fuck you, man. Uh, sports financial backers, uh, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft. Sacramento Kings co-owner Andy Miller. They play these things at stadiums. Yeah. yeah. Well, they built a stadium, yeah. and yeah. it's the old uh, Johnny Carson Tonight Show set in uh, L.A. in Burbank. Uh, they took they took over that stadium and, and built it there. there. And so you can see the whole schedule at overwatchleague.com. And so... Hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, right right now the uh, Korean Seoul or the uh, there they were in the lead. Last I looked, what? they were in the lead. They, where's, where's America? They being behind oh, the yeah. Koreans. That's why we got to make it great. <laughs> you just think about all those yeah. all those uh, all those parents telling their kids to stop wasting their time on video games. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some of the purses like for League of Legends. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Where was all this Overwatch. fucking money when I was playing Mario Kart? Right, that's right. Uh, it's bullshit. I just found all my nin old Nintendo games, man. <laughs> I played Super Mario Two for the first time in like. Years? That's Holy the worst one. Yeah, that's the yeah, odd one. Like, this shit is so <laughs> awkward. What was the point of this? But here's the thing. I'll tell you why. It was supposed to be a Japanese release or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what Super Mario 2 actually never came to America uh, until it was released on Super Nintendo in the Mario All-Stars, and it was the Lost Levels. That was the real Super Mario 2. Nintendo of Japan said, this is too hard for America. We can't release it there. So they took another game called Pokey Pokey something yeah. or other, and... Reskinned it with Mario people, yeah. and that's what we got as Mario too. And here, and here's what I have over the holidays. Uh, Drew came in to visit, and he brought what's the latest uh, miniaturized uh, version? Switch. Of, not the Switch. The, the the old school games from the from oh the 80s. Uh, Super Nintendo Mini Classic. Yeah, he brought one of those, yeah. oh, and okay. it's loaded up with all the games. Yeah, yeah. I got one. They're and, cool. And so we're sitting yeah. and we're sitting there and we're we're playing the games, <laughs> and I realized why I'm not a gamer today because I grew up playing those games, and I'm telling you. A lot of those games were fucking hard, oh, yeah. Yeah. and they were so discouraging oh, yeah. that I just went, "I'm not a gamer." Because well, it, they, down and it was it was all about it was all about getting the combo at the right timing. Yeah, yeah. so you yeah. had to have you had to have the right jump at the right rhythm. Time. I mean, yeah. I did spend an hour playing Galaga, but anyway, of course, <laughs> I, was, I was pretty dope <laughs> with Contra. Contra was Contra, Contra was, was fucking hard. I played that one too. Me and my so pops, oh, you know, me and my Contra. pops, like my pops is not a gamer, but like in his heyday. That was the one game where he was dialed in and he could fuck up people. And it, it, like, he could just play Contra. Yeah. I used to play a game called Breakthrough. And I yeah, they had that, that one on there, too. Eight minutes. And this <laughs> thing was loaded with and, all of these and, games. And Double yeah. Dribble Corner 3? <laughs> there was never a faithful port of Crazy Climber. 
Yeah. That, is, that is pretty. Guy rough. just wanted to climb a skyscraper. That's all he wanted. Walters kept pooping on him. The hurry up music from Bubble Bobble still triggers me. Yes. <laughs> no, I swear to God, because my dad was ne- he, he, like I, he was only good at, super, at, at contra. Yeah. Everything else really bad. Oh, so, so when the hurry up music would happen, he would start like getting really fucking angry <laughs> and start cursing a lot, like a lot. And as a six year old kid, you're like. Dad's mad, and so like that music I still hear today is like fuck. Nope, no, can't do it. Oh, I, I when I was when I was thirteen years old, a game called Marble Madness came out. Yeah, and Marble Madness was a really hard maze game with yeah, a trackball. Yeah, and so I played it at the arcade. My my hands were so calloused and blistered that my dad had the talk with me, <laughs> thinking I was doing something else with my spare time. Oh my goodness! Um, it's like son, you gotta you gotta slow down a little. <laughs> Give it some rest. But anyway. the, 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 between. the uh the you're about to die music for Marble Madness, I still hear it in my head when I'm about to fuck mm. up. All right. Uh, trailers. So many trailers. Did you see the one that dropped the day randomly? Which one? <laughs> the sequel, or the, I guess now the fourth um, one to Crocodile Dundee. What? And Wait, what? No, that's yeah. a joke. No. Crocodile Dundee. It's, and it's Danny McBride. Oh, I'm in. Okay. Oh, he is right. Crocodile Dundee? He's Crocodile Dundee's son. Get the yeah. fuck. I'm in. All right, all right. Okay. I'm in. I'll be there. I'll, I'll tell in. you. I'll, I'll be pull there. it up. Uh, but uh, we got a uh, trailer for the next Suicide Squad animated film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go up against Vandal Savage, apparently, and it is rated R. It's called Hell to Pay, and you can watch that while you're sitting there at work. Uh, the new Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 trailer <laughs> was a lot of fun. That show is bonkers. It is. <laughs> uh, bonkers is exactly right. So look for that. There is a three-and-a-half-minute clip from the new Cloak and Dagger series, which looks... I can't tell whether it has a budget or not yet. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) But uh, Uh, you can can look that up. The cloak looks cool. Um, I didn't see the cloak. He was just wearing a Letterman jacket. I saw a clip over the summer where it was like a a little sizzle reel that they debuted at Comic-Con, and there's a point where he envelops her in in his cloak. Yeah, this is just a a little three-minute of them at a high school party of some kind, and they discover that if they touch each other, it activates their powers, and they don't know that they have powers, it was clear. Uh, So this you'll get an origin, I guess. And then, finally, the one that you should be watching that uh, got me kind of excited, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars Rebels. Final trailer. yeah. Uh, it is uh, the second half of the fourth and final season. Nice. It just uh, looks. It good. is out there. So uh, have you guys go seen, look at that. Have you guys seen the costume for Black Dynamite? Mm-mm. No. The CW live action wait, wait, Black Dynamite. Oh, you know, Black, Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Sorry. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, something holy different shit, completely. I'm so sorry, guys. We got all excited. All these I've heard it's the truth, though. Uh, shout out to Jay Washington, uh, who does uh, the Trusty Sidekick podcast in L.A. He's a good, he's a good dude. Uh, he was so, talking about it's a great, it's a great. So show. Black Lightning, completely different guy than Black Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. 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 boy, my, Shan, uh, that costume does look cool. The, though. the yeah. costume looks fantastic. Yeah. And that uh, jacket, with I have a little to go, jacket on. I have to go get some sensitivity training. So. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't watched it yet. I read a couple of reviews and they said it was pretty good. Shannon I haven't seen the show. I just, night. I just saw the costume and I was like, holy shit, that yeah. is a really that's, awesome. That's a Superhero costume. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they, you know, maybe put a budget into it. And then uh, uh, finally, this for the news, and then we'll talk some Sundance and some CES. Whoa. Uh, finally, this James Gunn is an American hero. God damn right he is. He is the oh, I think I director of the about. Guardians of the Galaxy films. And after Donald Trump's first physical assessment as mm. president was made public, James Gunn stepped up and said, I don't believe it. Dr. Ronnie Jackson told reporters that Trump is six foot three inches tall, weighs two hundred thirty nine pounds. 
among the other information released about his health, but James Gunn says that's bullshit. Offered up some of his own money. 100K. I will give $100,000 to Trump's favorite charity if he will step on an accurate scale with an impartial medical professional okayed by both of us. For real. So which Trump charity is he going to have to give money to? Oh, yeah. Because they're all, they're all Trump charities. That's true. Uh, I just know I'm part well, of the girther movement. But you guys, yeah, we're girthers. You guys, you guys, you guys want to? I mean, for one, I don't want to shame people for being heavy. That's that's kind of bullshit. Well, but, he, you know, Trump didn't have a problem doing it. But let me. Yo, I know, I know. He shames but, people for but, worse. But you know, while we're making fun of Trump for being fat, your fat friends like me are kind of going, "Yeah, fuck you guys." I'm not making well, fun no, of. Them. I know you're not. But let me point something out really quick. I'm six foot three. Mm-hmm. I'm thinner than Donald Trump. And guess how much I weigh. 305 pounds. See, this isn't about fat I know, shaming. I know. Right. This is about lying. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's what it's about. It just I, means that he'll lie I, about anything. I, yeah. I, I know it's about lying. I know it's about lying. But being being heavy is a sensitive issue for See, a lot of people. But here's the thing. We're not doing that. I know you're not. We're pointing out that he's a lying sack of shit, just like he was doing when the birther movement oh, happened, and for six fucking years he said that obama was not born in america I, that's I, what this is it's I, a tongue-in-cheek fuck you mm-hmm. to the people who birthed it's not about fat I, it's about lying i i hear you okay you can you can not. <laughs> so know that we're not doing fat jokes okay it's about lying i'm gonna walk away <laughs> i got slowly i got something yeah. that would kind of cheer you up you, all right you might not have this story but, what's that uh, there's a journalist on twitter right now i, I believe her name i sarah something but she she's uh, offering a purse. They're raising money yes. for hiring a like there has to be an actual journalist that does this. Mm-hmm. That is that is that when there's a White House, they need to ask President Trump about Wakanda. Yes, and like there's actually <laughs> and like, see if he responds about it. Yes, exactly. To see how to see how he. Uh, yeah, they've they've added a few things to that. Yeah. To see if he's if he's uh, aware of the the manhunt for uh, fugitive traitor Steve Rogers, uh, Captain Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so no, my my only my only point about that was is that I I am willing to put on the same outfit, the golf costume. I'm willing to put on the the fucking white the polo shirt and the and the white uh, the white diaper and the white pants. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, I will look thinner, even in the swing, even in the pose. <laughs> and and by yeah, I'll do the whole thing. I'll even stand there with the with the poop stain on the back, like in that one picture. But um, by by this reality, I'm seventy pounds heavier than him. Oh my! I mean, seriously, I just got on a scale last week. I'm three hundred and five pounds. Six like, foot three, three hundred and five pounds. I like hugging you. Oh well, yeah, I'm 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 a solid slab of meat, but um, <laughs> very huggable. Yeah, it's we're we're, we're not talking about nearly a hundred pounds difference here. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see now. Uh, Jimmy's got to uh, talk about Sundance and run. Yeah, I'm gonna get here soon because he's got a screening to go to. So I, I, today's as we record this is when I start. So this is the the start of the the of the race. But just a few movies I just wanted to like get people excited about. Maybe you can catch it while you're out there because there's multiple screens. But uh, first, I'm gonna check out. It's called "Won't You Be My Neighbor." It's a documentary about Mr. Rogers. Yay. I grew up on him. I did, too. There's no way I'm not going to see that. I, I, I wish my father was still alive so he could see it. Yeah. Because he, uh, he didn't want me to watch Mr. Right. Rogers <laughs> because he was convinced that Mr. Rogers would turn me gay. My my yeah. grandparents were convinced that he was a, a kitty toucher. Oh, really? That was my grandpa. I was like, that really? fruit touches kids because mm. my grandpa was a bigot. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, that is a tonight as well. Uh, it's called "You Were Never Really Here," and I think it, it screened at uh, Toronto. But it's with Joaquin Phoenix, and apparently he just murders people with a hammer the entire time. 
and and goes to save a little girl. All so right. it's a snuff film. I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of scrolling down. Uh, let's see. There's one. Uh, speaking of uh, our, our good friend, uh, it's called Our New President, and it's all about the election. But told through Russian media. I talked to the director Whoa. today oh, about did you? this movie. It's all it, it. All of the stuff in the film is just Russian state sponsored. Now that uh, means the government yeah. state sponsored propaganda. So he said, "Know that everything in this film is a lie." Yeah, you know that's interesting. And uh, and it he he, he he's in the documentary category, but he he doesn't think that he should be. But that's another. <laughs> that's another. Thing. I guess by that. Uh, by that statement, it would mean everything on there is fiction. The whole movie. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just actually, we're talking about our friend. He just had a speech just now. I'm going to paraphrase it very quickly. Oh, please. Uh, right now, a number of state laws allow a baby to be born from his mother's womb in the ninth month. That's wrong. It has to change. He flubbed an abortion speech. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, someone who I, I do admire and uh, is no longer with us, uh, there's a Robin Williams documentary. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I actually, it's a, I think it's like "Come into my mind" or something like that, or "Join me." In oh, because that's a line from one of his. Oh, uh, they they changed the original title. Yeah, on top of old Koki. <laughs> 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 I, is... I I don't know anything about this. Uh, do we know who the people behind the movie are? Were I, they close to him or just uh, outside observers? I I would assume probably both. I mean, they probably. Yeah. I bet the interviews are people who knew him and you know, some yeah. back and forth. Pam Dauber and uh, Jonathan Winters. You'll probably know the trend in my in my. Uh, the movies I go see, I if Sundance does one thing right, it's their documentaries. Absolutely, and so I always just go see them much because the next one's a documentary. It's called Inventing Tomorrow. It follows like fifty different kids that are all inventing things to go to a competition. Oh, and I think that'd just be rad. That sounds like, cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, there's one about Studio Fifty Four, mm. so I think that'd be pretty fun. There's one about vegan athletes. Are there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you're thrilled. Yeah, I can't <laughs> totally. wait to see it. Uh, there's always the the other series I like are the midnight movies. Yeah, and there's one called Revenge that's just total. It's like a guy chasing a girl and she turns the tables on him. So we'll see that. And then uh, Summer of '84, where these kids it takes place obviously in 1984, and these kids think that their next door neighbor, who I believe they, is a cop, they think he's actually the serial killer around the neighborhood. So that should be pretty fun. <laughs> the twist is it's 1884. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love all these 80s nostalgia movies. Uh, there's one called The Last Race that uh, takes place at a racetrack, I think, in North Carolina that they're going to shut down. And it's like the entire community is like, you know, basically what they do for fun. And it's just, it's going away. And then, uh, let's see, I think that might be all the crazy ones. Well, there is a crazy one with Nicolas Cage. I don't. Oh now? no, it's not. It's not Sundance. That's right. It's but it's a movie called uh, Mom and Dad. Is it? Uh, is it up a? It's, it's it, not at Sundance. I, I, he's got another one at Sundance called Mandy. That's why I get gotcha. confused. But uh, Mom and Dad is about uh, uh, something happens, and all the parents on the planet snap and try to kill their children. Oh Jesus! Oh, wow. So it gives Nick Cage a chance to be Nick. Cage. So it sounds like it should have been what the runaway should have been. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he paints his face like a skull. And there's a few more. Uh, <laughs> there's a few more, but the last one, I just, you know, running out of time. But the, there's one called The Catcher Was a Spy. Oh. And it's about this, like, Major League Baseball uh, player that was a catcher, and he actually worked for, like, the CIA, like, went off on fucking missions and everything. Based on a true story? Yeah, it's a documentary. Really? Wow. <laughs> okay. So... I yeah, like those that. are just a few I wanted to see. So, yeah, go check out Sundance. Right. Well, thank you. And if you, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you're a local, 
Don't go to Park City. No. Don't yeah. fucking deal no, with it. No, it's all down Not here anymore. in Salt Lake. I, I, once I got my badge, I said, I'll see you later, Park City, because yeah. I ain't fucking dealing with yeah. it. I was up there just for one day, and yeah. that was plenty. There's so many venues downtown yeah. that you, you don't have to deal with it. Uh, I'm going to go see KRS-One uh, on, oh, yeah, on he's Sunday. In. Yeah, and then Rock Kim's coming to town. Like, I'm, I, like honestly, I love I love uh, Sundance. I mean, yes, the, the movies are, are dope, but we get some great uh, music, perform- yeah, music yeah. performances, and this is where... And, and Sundance, for me... It's like I get hype about the movies, and as I as I you know been become closer to you, Jimmy, it's like I, I cinema is definitely something I've been become very interested in. But really, I like it just because this is the one time that L.A. comes to me. Yeah, and, right. and no, like honestly, like it, like I have a lot of friends and family. Uh, one uh, a friend that I grew up with, he's DJing a set here, so this is so this is a cool time to see catch up with some old friends. So. Don't ever bring up the music concerts around me and Shannon because he missed one of the greatest concerts of all time, which was a. Uh, was it Dave That's Grohl right. did one called with the Sound City soundtrack? Wow. Yeah, and everyone I, from the soundtrack oh, was there. And, and, and Joan Jett's in town. No, no. I, I like I like Sundance mm. for this phone call I had Monday afternoon. Hi, is this fresh? I'm like, well, no, it's a it's different business, but still the same business. Well, yeah, we're wondering if we could get forty of your frozen burritos for tomorrow morning at pickup. <laughs> and I said, sure, forty. Yeah. Can I give you my credit card now? Well, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So there's there not, there's nothing like that. That's that's, that's always good. If if I have to dash real fast, uh, can I just give a one recommendation? And please don't hate me because it's a podcast, but it has nothing to do with uh, geek stuff. You sure? It's okay. All right. Don't hate me. <laughs> you're breaking, we'll you're breaking a commandment. My my friend told me this when I was in L.A. and I listened to the and whole. They yell at I, I marathoned the entire thing last uh, last night. At least the first season of it. It's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. I've heard of this. It's yes. amazing. Basically, this guy's dad wrote a, an adult graphic novel. We're talking dirty. And so, and he goes, "Here's son." Like it was at a family reunion. He goes, "I wrote this." He's like, "What the fuck is this, dad?" And so he reads the book with his friends, and they're all just laughing their ass off because it's fucking horribly written. <laughs> it's funnier than shit. So, just if you ever get bored after you listen to us, just listen to a couple of Brits. Just after make you fun listen of to us. After you listen to the. There you go. Yeah. Jay's and, and the gadget, gadget spot, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Gadget so spot. in the fourth spot. So <laughs> I don't, I don't think you, honestly, I don't think you have time in the week. So yeah, no, don't worry about <laughs> it. I, I keep my shit, I keep my shit quick on the show because I'm like, hey guys, if you, listen, because you're nine chances out of ten, I get spillover from Geek Show, and so I'm just telling you, it's quick, get back to work and go listen to Gadget Spot. Like, it's, <laughs> well, you know, my podcast, the Sham I Am. <laughs> the sham wow you are no the sham i am that's oh literally the name of the podcast uh, it's 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 true or possibly true stories it was it from was my when, life it was when lee followed sam the sham and the pharaohs well that that is that a possible story now from the 50s <laughs> that could happen <laughs> he followed them like followed the grateful them dead anyway uh let's see uh tony went to ces i did you, yeah you found my racing mech i did that Holy was shit. that was one of the highlights actually. i saw the video of that in action and i just about lost it it's really I think cool it can go 20 miles an hour oh shit yeah <laughs> we're doomed <laughs> if that thing came running down the street well, it, well it's a pilot it, it can go 20 miles an hour and it's like 20 feet wide and 15 feet tall yeah. Well, I'll just go down an alleyway. Fuck that. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw the pilot getting in it. And they're like, they said the prototype is six is, is about forty percent larger than than what they're hoping oh the final product gosh. will be. It's gonna so, be larger than what he saw. No, forty percent. The prototype is forty yeah. percent larger than oh, what fuck. what oh. the final product oh, will be. Okay. So it'll it's be start about scaling walls and shit. Uh, yeah, when I saw that thing in action and they're running across the street, I'm like, what? it's pretty cool. Just give it some guns. So, so uh, no, don't. <laughs> but uh, what uh, what did you bring back? So what, uh, what? I got some uh, some some handouts from some of the standout booths that I saw. Uh, I gotta say, honestly, all in all, CES this year was. 
kind of a letdown. Oh, really? yeah, it wasn't. They didn't let you go to Westworld. Well, there was that, and mm-hmm. uh, well, no, it's uh, there was a whole lot of Me Too at CES oh, okay. this year. Stuff that had already been shown the year before by the bigger companies. Yeah, the medium-sized companies like, hey, this is our version of that. Oh. I was like, I saw that last year. But, oh, uh, I thought you and, were saying Me Too, the social movement calling out no, sexual no, harassment. I didn't say hashtag okay. Me Too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I just meant like uh, Me Too products. Like, gotcha. Yeah. So there was a lot of that, and there was actually a lot of booths where their stuff really wasn't working that well. You know. <laughs> well, I heard the power went out. And the power went out for two hours <laughs> in the central hall. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> Pay your anyway, bills, Vegas. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, there was some cool stuff, but overall it was like, eh, I don't know if it was worth the money I spent to go down well, what, there. What were, this, what were but, the standouts? Okay, so standouts would be, um, now I brought the wrong handout back. This is a 3D printer. Everyone's familiar with what 3D printers do, but the one that I, the handout I should have brought back was, uh, there's a new one. It's been out for maybe a year or two, but but it doesn't actually draw the thing and go up higher as it draws. What it does is it gets your your form and and it built it, uh, it basically has a laser underneath a, a vat of goo. Yep. Oh, and I've this, seen one of those. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's an ultraviolet laser, and they use an epoxy style goo that basically it blasts where it, where it should build, so it builds it up, and mm. it looks like it's just coming out of the goo. No, yeah. oh, it's it's a, it's a laser cured epoxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's real. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, because laser printing, the three D printing is uh, its biggest drawback is the way that it the way that it prints. You, right. No matter how fine of a filament you have, you end up with a weird texture little, yeah. and and like uh, rough edges. And, and stuff. if you're the kind of hobbyist I am, you're looking at you know figures that are only 28 millimeters high exactly. you don't want a bunch of striation lines on it and with this one you don't have a lot of that nope. it comes out way smoother Kat, so when Kat and I were in Atlanta we went to the uh, the High Museum of Art down there and you can tell the difference between us because there was actually a chair that was made out of that thing and that was on display uh-huh. and they had the video showing it coming out of the goo and stuff like that yeah you know? and she's all looking at like you know fancy like you know Victorian period art and I'm like what what are you? I'm watching this goo stuff <laughs> <laughs> how'd they make that well it's kind of wild they, they show one being reverse engineered and it's a bust of Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger. Oh. Once the arm goes down, it just goes like this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a yeah. thumbs up. Oh, Run finger. <laughs> oh, the opioids. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call me Opie back at Mayberry. <laughs> so they had this other thing pass that around. It's called uh, Shadow. And what it is is basically uh, a company is developing a uh, cloud-based computer that you can log into. So you, mm. so you hear about all the uh, like Google cloud, the Amazon cloud, all of that. Well, this is basically a single user type of setup where it comes with uh, the specs you see on that sheet, which is like 256 gig of flash memory, uh, 8 gig of RAM or so, and then a, a beefy graphics card. So for 30 bucks a month, you can basically rent that out in the cloud. And if you have a good internet connection, you can play games on that in high resolution on the cloud. And mm. it's actually actually kind of cool. But the neat thing about it, too, because there's a couple other uh, companies out there that, that do that. GeForce Now is another one of those. PlayStation actually has that for some of the PlayStation games. But this is an actual full-on computer that you it's can a just... Windows 10 PC. Yeah, you can load not only games, but like Photoshop and uh, mm. you know Word and all your other productivity tools. And, and everything you have on one, you can access with anything else that you have... Exactly. Uh, ...linkability with. That's so cool. it's actually pretty cool. So when is uh, Skyrim coming out? for this <laughs> yeah. what's, uh, uh, what's next so then we got also uh, I went to creative labs uh, area and they do sound stuff you might remember 
Creative Labs from back in the day. They did the yeah. Sound Blaster yeah. video or uh, yeah. sound cards for your computers. Yeah. So they're still around, um, actually making uh, still computer stuff, but also they're getting into more of the high-end home theater. Oh, good. That's uh, me. Yeah, high-end uh, headphone style. So that was a product that they're coming out with next year. That Audio is, holography. Yeah, it's a dongle you put on your phone. And, uh, you What'd you say? A dongle you put on your phone. Yep. <clears throat> you, you plug it into your micro USB or a lightning connector. Okay. And then you plug your headphones into that. All right. And it basically emulates as though you're hearing sound from really nice speakers in a big room. So like you're at the venue that you're listening to. The... So it's, it's headphones. Yeah. So, right. so you can use any headphones you want on it. Oh. Obviously, the higher-end headphones you use, it will sound better. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I te- oh, I see. I, I see. Okay. I got to test that out, and it actually worked really well. I was really blown away at the quality of the sound. Very, very cool. And then they have uh, the high-end sound bar for your home. That's me. So now, this. the way this thing is... You got a nice big bass there? Yeah, it's a huge subwoofer, and it's a sound bar that's about four feet wide and about five inches deep. Wow. And there's 15 speakers on there, and it emulates Dolby Atmos surround sound in, oh. your, in your room. I think I have room for this. See, I, I, just, this. I, I made a, a detachable ear trumpet for my TV. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it works quite well. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. So that was really cool. I got to demo that, and yeah, it sounds like the sound is coming from the front, the back, the ceiling, the sides, okay. everywhere. I got to get that then. That was really cool. That's a little bit on the pricey side. Uh, you'll find that anywhere from four to six thousand dollars. God damn! <laughs> so, do you still have room for that? What the fuck? Why? It's expensive. I like to listen to shit, but God. Yeah, yeah but uh, I hear you can actually see Kanye smile. So the the the, the pluses. I love Kanye when he smiles. The pluses that it provides are basically uh, it upgrades your sound quality. Like it takes lower bit rate and makes it better. I'll wait for the Vizio. <laughs> yeah, wait for the Vizio version. I'll wait version. for the Vizio version. <laughs> wait for the Tandy. <laughs> the so, Tandy version. But it was it was cool, but it was pricey. Right, well, thank you, Tony. Uh, right. You got anything else? We got to wrap this up. Uh, one more, real quick. This was a new. A new technology that they're using for thermal imagery oh. on your security cameras. Oh my! And I got to see that in uh, in action there, and it, they showed me, and it 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 looked really good. Like you could make out my facial features and stuff. You ever seen a fart in thermal in- imagery? I would love to see it's that. Actually, so, so but I'm, hilarious. I'm, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, oh, there's a predator in my yard. Yeah, it was. I mean, but it looks better than the Do predator the view. Do the sound. Thank you. So <laughs> All right, those were kind of there was that that was the highlights. Uh, there was one more that was I got to see for a minute. A ping pong playing robot that was pretty cool. No, yeah, that's how it all ends. And it actually worked really well. That's once was, they learn ping pong, they learn to stab. That scares me. If, if you go to the uh, Gadget Spot Twitter page, we've got about eight or ten different uh, tweets out there that show some of the highlights. Cool. Of robos, all right, sir. thank you very much. Anything else before we get back to the episode? No ghosting. Yeah, I sure do love those opioids. <laughs> Did you say ropioids? Ropioids. <laughs> I am now a, or Scooby Doo. I'm addicted. a large dog. It's <laughs> two, terrifying. Two opioids. Ropioids. I, I, I have a hard time taking you serious, man. It's hard for most people to I take just, you seriously. I never know when you mess with me. Well, no, I'm not on opioids. There, He's not, not messing with He's you. Not. But seriously, look for my book, I, The Sham I Am. I, see, that I don't know if that's form. real. I don't know if that's real. He's on ropioids. Sam f- the Sham and the Pharaohs, famous for their hit "Wooly Bully." We need to yeah. fact and and <laughs> that Lee, was actually my birth name. Lee followed them for yeah. a number. Of- we was, need a uh, Lee George K fact checker. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I was Wooly Bully Dostoevsky. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> there was a fact checker. It would just start smoking and explode about ten yeah. minutes into I'm, the episode. I'm actually what the FBI uses to calibrate lie detector machines. <laughs> it's true. Shit, at least it don't cost six thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we will uh, get back to the uh, episode. No ghosting in just a few moments. 
Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year. Thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task. But because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's this month. January 2018. Fan favorite Teen Titan Raven returns in a 12-issue miniseries, Raven, Daughter of Darkness. Written by her creator, Marv Wolfman. He is a legend. Raven teams up with supernatural heroes from across the DC universe as she struggles against mystical forces and teenage life. Uh, Oh, this is very exciting. The uh, thrilling last issue. Yes, last issue of Invincible is here in The End of All Things. Exciting superhero action by The Walking Dead's Robert Kirkman and Utah's own Ryan Otley. Some great artwork in that. This is one I've been looking forward to, Old Man Hawkeye. It is a prequel series to the uh, critically acclaimed Old Man Logan. The superheroes have fallen. The country has been divided into territories controlled by supervillains. Sounds familiar. Among the Wasteland lives Clint Barton, the last Avenger. Can Hawkeye bring justice to his lawless wasteland? Bound to be good. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection opens seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer. Because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems couldn't put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build 
confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at MyWorkoutBuddySLC or email me, MyWorkoutBuddySLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Hmm. Can I just say? Love the basement. <laughs> I'm sorry you people weren't here. What do you mean, for, you people? During that break? During that break. During, that, bro- during that broken God. news and all of that? Yeah, because mm. we got some Educated. serious we had a deep Star cut. Wars education or discussion. I would I would just say to Lisa's. you, Lee, you may want to think about this as like... It's time for the Church of the a, Force. A side gig is people would pay to talk to you about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and if you make it a church, it's non-profit and they're paying tithing. So right. there you go. Right. You know. Imagine was, what... I, Imagine when my missionaries knock on your door. I, you know what? I think people, <laughs> especially in this world, we need structure and community. And even if it's not necessarily like a church per se, but getting people together every Sunday just to talk about something. We could all use a little balance. We could all use a little balance in this yeah. forest right now. Especially like, right now. <laughs> I'd, I would pay you to be somewhat of like my like Sunday leader. Like just to give me a little structure. <laughs> let me start my like week off well. Genuinely. Pass- we could pass around a... Uh, a, a, a plate. A plate. And, <laughs> we'll pass around right. a Darth Vader mask turned upside down. <laughs> it's like $10 a week. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I have some questions. I just talked to Lee. I feel a little bit more complete inside. I'll send you my check. Like, thank I, you, I, thank I, you for I got your some services. Questions. Thank you Kiki, for your Kiki, Kiki was worried about being referenced as a Sith. In personality. What, and what, plan, what planet was Luke on the whole time? Tatooine? Uh, oh, jeez. Acto. Okay. Um... Like you, because I didn't get a chance to talk about this on on the Star Wars. Sport well, you had was, a chance. Yeah, you you had decided a chance. not to take it. I was. Just, you blew it. I just. I had a, you I decided to take a you chance. You blew it. I had, to, I had to take a nap. I was very tired. You, you drank from the holy sepulcher. I was very tired. I, I had that. Gre- I had that green right. titty milk, and I just <laughs> passed out. Okay, so be warned if you haven't seen the you know the Last Jedi. This may be a spoiler. I don't know what he's okay. going to ask, but it's not a spoiler. Case. I'm just saying, after 33 years or whatever, how long he spent on that planet? Roughly 30 years. Okay. Um, oh no, 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 no! Probably only about 12. So yeah. he yeah. didn't have time to just read a self-help book. Uh, actually, there comes a point when all your Deepak Chopra comes to absolute bumpkus, and those self-help books aren't there because at the end of the day, when you reach the absolute bottom of the well, yeah. the only person at the bottom of the well with you is you. It's, yep. And Luke looked back at himself and said, "Oh." I actually tried to kill a kid. Yeah, he made the decision. I tried mm-hmm. to murder a kid because I had some self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized that my three weeks of training on Dagobah didn't amount to a hill of fucking beans. And so that's that's where it, they call it the the long, dark night of the soul in Hinduism, where, where you actually realize and you're looking back at yourself and going, there's nothing there but me. Yeah. And I, I'm not shit. So what do I do in this situation? So wait, so you mean to tell me back 30 years ago when Luke just tried to clep test the fucking force. Yeah, he pretty much did clep test. Yeah, like he, he yeah. took a clep test and was like, all right. And they told him his fluency and force was right. strong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just Okay. I'll just say I'll just say this. This is how I, this is how I, I, I 
and I'm not shitting on the Last Jedi. I thoroughly you better not, son. I, there's parts I would I, agree. There's part. There's parts <laughs> I good. didn't. There's parts I didn't like, but I loved it. I still yeah. loved it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you didn't have a self help book. I mean, I'm just saying, just like. Oh, he had seven of them, but they were not page turners. Yeah, because one would say. But, yeah. but it's just, it's just, it's just frustrating. Um, have you ever read? It's just frustrating. All right, because like, no, like, all right. This, this is the frustrated part of this movie because you could sum up the. Here's my synopsis of the Last Jedi in about 45 seconds. All right, here we go. Hey, um, it's gonna be five, seven. Five seconds. seconds. All right. Yeah. Hey, that thing you was looking for, um, uh, that thing you threw away, I found yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, we need your help. Um, and then you cut scene to a, a starship, and then they're like, "Hey, y'all, we running out of gas." <laughs> and then it cuts back to Ray on the island, and she's like, "Yo, um, uh, we need your help. I know you kind of working through some shit, but we need your help. Um, also, I just got some new information. These motherfuckers running out of gas. Can you help out?" She never knew they were running. She never out of knew. Gas. Synopsis. Look, but it's a synopsis. That's yeah. about forty-five seconds. I'm done. Hey, <laughs> Jason, I'm gonna push back on you a bit. Good. Push up on him, babe. Luke wasn't looking for the lights. You and I have both experienced some fucked up shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. How many uh, self-help books have you read? Oh. Because I'll tell you, for me personally. 37. (laughs) That's a lie. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I read 37 pages. No, for me, it's zero. Okay. Figure. Okay, those, those. And it's me. Trying to make sense of shit and work it out with myself, and come on, man. I know. Think about like Luke, man. He, but he's OG Luke. That I guess. I fuck guess, that. I guess fuck I, that. That's my problem. Is he, I have o, I have OG Luke expectations. My, that's my bad. That's my fault. You've projected a different Luke into your own uh, fan space than is actually existing. You're expecting- We're talking about a kid who went, okay, when he was 21 years old, he meets his fucking sister that he's got the hots for, oh, and he goes shit. on a mission with a crazy old wizard that he doesn't oh, even know. Shit. Basically, you're right, you're right, basically it'd be like right. if a 20-year-old kid you're met right. a homeless dude in the desert and said, let's go save a princess, and then they meet up with uh, a fucking flim-flam man and his, hair, and his hairy friend, and they fly off and bust some chick out of prison who actually you're has right. a better okay. idea of what's going on. Then he decides, you know what? I'm gonna go become a kung fu master, and he goes and meets up. He goes and meets up with Riza. You're the and best Riza, around. And Riza, Riza's like at this point 900 years old, and Riza says, "You know what? Here's some shit, man. You want to go save your friends, but I need you to stay here and carry me around on your back because my legs don't work so well." And then he's like, "Okay, Riza, I'm carrying you around on my back, but you know what? I keep seeing my friends getting tortured. So you know what? Fuck your training. I'm getting in my ship. I'm gonna fly off and save my friends before my training's complete." Then you find out that the badass is fucking everything up. Is your fucking dad, which, strange metaphor, your dad did fuck everything up. And then everybody says, cool, you're a general now. You're the greatest. We love you so much. By the way, that chick you've been macking on is your sister. And then, so that's your training. It's three fucking weeks. You're OG Luke with three weeks of training. You didn't do shit. You don't know anything. But you got some books. I mean, there was no chicken soup for the Jedi soul or nothing. Never once was there no. chicken soup for the Jedi soul because those arrogant fuckers blew it all up before they had a chance to make it good. And I, think, and I like, guess that's why I'm the, all right. the, <laughs> the criticisms I read about The Last Jedi. You guys are right. God damn. The, the criticisms <laughs> I read about The Last Jedi is people expecting these fictional characters. These boomers. Fictional characters. These fictional boomers. They're expecting way more out of these fictional characters than they expect for them fucking selves. Yep. Well, that's Ooh. with any public figure, the, too. 
I just got straight up sunned, and I will fucking admit it. That, I'm, I'm going to give you like, a real world parable. If I was, like, so, like, <laughs> Luke had a bunch of fucking horrible stuff. That guy has not had a good life. No. No. And Is he Jedi And he trash? finally, like, and when he finally was standing there, and he almost killed his nephew. His fucking unarmed teenage nephew. And then his nephew got up and fucked him up and then went and killed a bunch of fucking kids and then took the bad kids and go, let's go make a new fucking order. Uh, sh- a gang. You guys, shitty, a new you guys, gang. You guys right? tired of smoking in the back? Right. Let's smoke up front. Took off and, and, and Luke was like, oh man. I Everything, really fucked I, that I've up. Never, I haven't done anything right. Everything sucks. And he went and he hid. And that's my main thing about this is like, what did uh, Yoda do? He went and hid. What did fucking Obi-Wan do? He went and he hid. Well, they all went and hid. Well, he spent some time But here's the thing, and I'm going to relate this back to my life. When my shit hits me. Oh, what do I do? I deactivate my Facebook account. I hide. Exactly. (laughs) What do I do? Right and, okay. and and my buddy Charlie is pissed as fuck at me right now, because what do I do when I can't handle shit? I hide in my little fucking hobbit hole that I <laughs> rent from Egg, you know. Okay. And it's real. It's fucking not real. And I think the the last Jedi is the most real. This real human reaction. Especially the like most real Star Wars movie ever. Men dealing with emotion standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk mm-hmm. about like the men in my life when they're dealing with really emotionally complex stuff. They're not coming that... to me asking for advice. They're hiding. I could screenshot texts that I've sent to Car. Hey, baby boy. I had I had a motherfucker's hired. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily hiding. Like sometimes I'm just like hibernating. I need to go in my fucking little cave in Dagobah, and I need to sit and think about shit for a thousand years. What's it was par- what's the parable? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't even hiding. I mean, about a week and a half ago, we had we had something so catastrophic happen uh, at our shop. Like we literally we almost went out of business, and it was it was that cataclysmic. And I set something in motion six years ago where I broke from a comfortable, really good paying job. Um, ridiculously good paying job. I broke from that to do something that I believed in. I wanted to, I believe very strongly in this philosophy of nonviolence, and that pertains to animals. I don't believe in violence towards animals. So we opened a vegan restaurant. Five years later, it wasn't working. So we changed gears. We started working on wholesale. We started working on some other things. And we literally had five shitty days that went from, we've got a little money in the bank, to we have no money in the bank. We're firing everybody. And the heartbreak of firing your own kid is devastating because... I feel very strongly that and providing for your children is one of the single most important things you can do. And that even that even pertains to your adult children. So here I am telling my 21-year-old year old son, who's been working for me since he was 15 years old, I'm sorry, I just don't have the work for you anymore. I mean, Jeez. nothing makes you feel like more of an abject failure than, than cutting somebody loose who's by no fault of their own done really good work for you and stood by you and you stood by them. And and I you think feel- you, you consider Allison to be Allison, almost like Allison might as well be yeah. one of my kids. And I'm, I'm seriously looking at it and going... You know, I we're, we're actually struggling to try to figure out a way to keep her on, and 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 so that's that's ten days ago. That's the beginning of the month. Uh, I, I realize that to you listening, it's like the twenty second, but as we're recording, it's about what maybe the twelfth. Yeah. Um, so what happened is not um, not my proudest moment. I mean, I literally shut down. It wasn't a matter of retreating and hiding in my cave. I mean, my body literally gave out on me. It it just basically said, you know, dude, 
fuck you, I'm done with you. And it laid me out in the bed for five days, which is not, you know, from a Jedi perspective or from a, from a, a person who seriously believes himself to be somewhat of something of a knight in the world. Uh, there's nothing like not being able to do anything mm-hmm. to make you feel like a real champ in the world. And so that's, that's Luke's situation where it's like, okay, I, I built this in my own hubris. He talks about hubris. I love it because I've talked for years. I've been talking about how um, Mace Windu basically destroyed the Jedi Order from his arrogance. Mm-hmm. He didn't believe Anakin when Anakin came and said, I know who the Sith Lord is. And he's like, well, if you're right, I trust you. Instead, it should have been like, get in the car. We're going to go kick some ass. Mm-hmm. So Luke, same thing. In my hubris, in my three weeks of training, I'm going to create a new Jedi Order. And uh, meanwhile, I've got this kid working for me who's really powerful. And in a moment of self-doubt, I'm going to kill him. The kid wakes up, fucks everybody up, takes the bad kids, so then go smoke in the front hall. <laughs> and, and his reaction is to go to this island and just hide for a while because he fucked up. And the, the crippling self-doubt that comes along with that. Um, here's the deal. I'm not a businessman. I didn't go to business school. Uh, I'm not a chef. I don't have much culinary training. Yeah, I cooked in my mom's kitchen my whole life, so kind of a chef, sure. Um, my my business acumen comes from my gut and pure hustle. I mean, I go back to it. I have hustle. That's my only life skill. Is I, I can convince you to give me a job as a senior administrator in a Fortune 500 company with no experience and, and a fucking GED. But, but, Lee, you are also somebody that is not afraid to just... Let out your passion. Exactly. No, it's all passion. But that's where I look at what happened with Luke on on Acto, and I look at his. It's failure. It really is failure. And oh god, it came crashing home. I was watching this stupid Michael Shannon movie called Pottermore the other Pottersville the other day about this guy who's just fucking failing at business, and I'm sitting there sobbing in the couch because I'm like, (laughs) Michael Shannon. (laughs) Well, that guy he makes you. Yeah. yeah, you're just gonna make everybody feel good by dressing up like a Bigfoot. Um, it's a weird movie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's basically what happened to Luke. I mean, people are saying that that's not their Luke, that's not their hero. Actually, that is your hero. Your hero fucked up, and he he was he was human enough to realize He's it. He's allowed his humanity. And heroes are gonna go through real stuff. Like I never that. looked it's at it from that perspective, and I appreciate Parsible, it. If, if you go home. back, if you go back to. Uh, if you go back to Arthurian legend, I mean, Arthur fucked up. Arthur fucked up so badly that the entire realm fell into disrepair and chaos. And it wasn't until Parsifal just fucking bumbled his way into finding the Holy Grail that everything was okay. Right. Um, and why did Parsifal do it? Because he had no aspirations for anything. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Idiots always win. This is why you should teach. <laughs> exactly. Like, you say idiots like, always I'm sorry, win? I, as, huh. a, as a Presidents. fucking teacher, I wish you had a shitty piece of paper said that you could teach. I don't believe in those pieces of paper. Well, actually, I don't anymore either. No. I think everybody listening to this owes Lee some money. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm about to... Hey, what's your Venmo, dog? I'm about to Venmo. Okay. I don't know okay. what Venmo is, okay, so but that's I'm cool. going to say this. These have not been normal geek show shows, and I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of shit to work through. Well, exactly, because I think everybody that's in this room, mm-hmm. and that everybody is listening, we are sitting in a fucking time where we're just like, I think the people that listen to the show, actually, I know, I'm not going to say I think, I know that the people listening listen to the show are reasonable, decent, and thinking human beings, okay? I don't think, I would be really surprised if we have like, one Trump supporter 
that listens to this goddamn show. <laughs> and they're the most tolerant okay. Trump supporter no, ever. We, they, they have we, to be like the most, right? We do, though. We do. We do. We have, I've, we have I've a talked lot. to them. And, and, they're, and, they're, and they're great and people. And, 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 that's fine. and that's fine. You can be a... <laughs> <laughs> No. no, no, no! I cannot reconcile Actually, that. I cannot reconcile that. Not after Don't especially this I, last I, week. Especially after this last week, yeah. I cannot reconcile it anymore. You're not the enemy, but you're not a friend anymore. You're not. Right. A, we have a black guy on our pad on this podcast, hey! and we have two women on on at the moment right yeah. now. I mean, you can't say that you support a man who stands against everything that we are every part of our yeah. being it's it's that they don't realize that he stands against them and that's where yeah. that's where it becomes it's that there's a lack of nuance is yeah. that is that resonant disconnection where they're like oh well, that's not what he really meant you justify no it's mm. it's this whole well he's just telling how it is cool he, no he's not he's telling it how your reality is but um, your experiences yeah. aren't universal specifically about nope. the haiti thing i actually yeah. heard one of his people try to spin it as this is the way that the real hard-working men and women of America speak when they're at a bar. And I'm like, well, sorry, there's still a name for that. Okay. Yeah. And it's racist. Yeah, <laughs> it's the racist bar. Yeah. As someone who worked at a bar <laughs> for 14 fucking years, yeah. if we are going to frame our conversation about <laughs> life in the universe, about how we talk in a fucking bar... <laughs> That is the wrong way to that fucking go. That is the go. wrong way to go. Because the way people talk about life, themselves, their relationships, and other things when they're in a bar <laughs> is the fucking worst well, way. Unless it's cheers. There's also a fix for all of this. I mean, oh, fuck uh, it. Even no. cheers. We just didn't see in cheers. We never got to see, uh, uh, you know, like, so last call. Did we ever get to see last call at cheers? No. Uh, I don't remember. I no, just, we no. never. I was, Sam, just, Sam, I was, just, never, make, I was we, just making a joke. So no, 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 I, no, I want to address <laughs> cheers. Okay, as somebody who worked in the business for 14 fucking years. It, was, it wasn't real, was it? No, it was not. Okay. And All right. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. I, I know that uh, Rocky didn't follow boxing really well, but I still enjoyed it. Right. Anyway, and go ahead. And as, as a retired crew PA, I can honestly say that not a single movie I've ever seen realistically portrays craps. Um, <clears throat> it's true. You can't blow on the dice. They'll take them away from you. You, you really can't. Is that yeah. real? You yeah. can't, they can't leave the crew PA's eyesight exactly. at any time. Because uh, a, a person with some any, any kind of dextra Slide manipulation... Of hand, I, will, yeah. I will say this, though. You can blow on the dice if you, do, if you leave them on the table... Did you guys and, uh, and blow on them from the table? This is the most broken of all the newses. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, not even a broken. It's not even a broken news. Uh, well, let's let's uh, let's wrap it up then, shall we? Rip it up. Uh, anything you want to say before we? Uh... I'll okay. just say okay. This. All right, no, I'll just say this. Um, I don't care what your political affiliation is. Just be better. Just be a better person. Well, and that, at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're a conservative or Republican. Yeah. And, and when did that shit happen? When did we stop becoming different types of, of ideologies and just start becoming conservatives and liberals? Um, uh, his name is Newt Gingrich. I know. Yeah. I know. 
I know it, it, it happened in the nineties. Yeah, Called but really, out. really, we're all we're all human beings. Like this big argument over whether or not we should be helping out in other countries is really kind of a bullshit thing because really we should be helping human beings out, well, and we should be working to make the world a better place. Well, I, you know how I I quote imaginary figures from time to time. I would just remind you that uh, uh, Jesus had something to say about that. Yeah. So oh, wait, is call this me. Gold, is this Goldfinger? He was a revolutionary immigrant hippie. So yes, call, call me call me a commie globalist, but I think we should be looking out for each other. So look out for each other, and even yeah. if that means you're just doing right. it on a community level do it all right okay is this goldfinger a... in the background it's a yeah from the shiny keys album <laughs> oh i remember that one Sorry, jesus uh, i just want to say thank you lee i'm okay with being a sith now be a sith be a sith sith <laughs> sith are ruled by passion and passion is a wonderful thing all right yes it is it's what drives the world mr b if you would hey you guys we're all eating from the same ham <laughs> let's just get together okay <laughs> It's a big ham. It's a, <laughs> it's a giant ham. It's a big, big ass ham. Bye, guys. <laughs>